0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, ninja descendants with the ability to talk to animals, angry mononoke, secret government organizations, strange packs, and awesome grandpas. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 338, Demon Cat plus Beast Speaker Ninja plus Secret Organization equals ADVENTURE. Hello, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and vague reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan. San konichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you out there in podcast land have been doing good. I have been relaxed and chilled, have had a great week. I recently had the first of many game nights at my apartment with Greta, and we had a blast. We had a bunch of friends over and some very famous people on Crunchyroll hanging out playing some really badass games. Not going to name names or whatnot, but I've got to say, seeing someone kick butt and say anything and then watching uh, King of Tokyo and a bunch of us listening to the Godzilla theme while playing King of Tokyo is really fun. Highly recommend it. Um, in our game review, when we start doing actual board games, we're going to definitely review King of Tokyo. But this is not our Sparkin game review, this is our manga review. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome! Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Now, what does that mean? That means that every episode we talk about one to two titles and tell you the pros and cons about it. Since this is a manga review, we talk about mangas. We discuss the art style, the overarching plot, the characters, the design of the paperwork itself, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can find all of our... Over 600 episodes and podcasts at www.spirekin.com, where we have a plethora of podcasts, including our movie review, our motion picture review, our book review, our anime review, and some other great podcasts. Just check it out. There's some great things there. You could also email us at zan that's x a n at spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Like us, follow us, and comment. We really do appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, so we can get those likes and those information up. So we actually, you know, so we can find out more from you guys, what you like and what you enjoy. But, I digress. So just look up at Spirekin, and then just comment, follow, and direct message us whenever you guys want. So, now, something cool is that usually at this point we talk about the new releases of the week which are generally done on Tuesday. But this week something interesting happened. Uh, yesterday we had eight manga releases, which is kind of cool. But then this today, the 23rd, we got not one, but two awesome releases. So it comes out to a grand total of ten manga that came out this week, but the two awesome ones came out today. And I'm kind of excited for them. But let's talk about the releases that we have this week, because we had some good ones and some bad ones. We had City, Volume 6, the manga. High School Prodigies Have It Easy Even in Another World, the manga, Volume 5. Inspector, Volume 10. Love and Lies, Volume 8. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious, Volume 2, the light novel. The Saga of Tanya the Evil, Volume 8, the manga. Tomo-chan is a Girl, Volume 5. Toradora, the light novel, Volume 7. And now the two that were released today... Berserk, the Deluxe Hardcover, Volume 3, and I Am a Hero, The Omnibus, Volume 11. Two great series that I'm a huge fan of, even though Berserk has not released a new chapter in like a month, and I'm kind of wondering what the hell's going on, because the last thing is that Griffith decided to wage war against another people, and officially Asuka is, or Kasuka is normal. And she is talking normal, her brain is there. And she's seeing Guts and she's freaking out by him. So I'm curious where they're going to go with this. Hopefully this finishes in the next year with a good concise ending and not this gibberish words. Probably not going to end at all. <coughs> because there's one thing that I hate in manga and that's when mangas get cancelled. It's a little bit of a... I don't want to say it's something that I hate, but it's just something that bugs me. Now, the other manga that I'm interested in this week definitely. Hero uh, High School prodigies have it easy. Even in Another World. If you listen to the review, I really like the concept, and it's been a lot of fun. In slash Specter, I'm intrigued by what that's about. I don't know what I can't find it, but if I find it, I want to read it and see what it is. And the last one is the Saga of Tanya the Evil. I picked up the first light novel, and I've got to say, I'm intrigued by it. Even though it does piss me off a little bit because the character is irredeemable, but I want to read the manga, see how it goes, and see how unique it is. Uh, But let me know what you guys are interested in, what manga and light novels you're interested in and you're excited for, or what you think I'm wrong about. Let me know, zanspyrkin.com. So now that we've got the new release out of the way, let's get to that review, shall we? Because... If you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the wheel of manga, and I dictated him to be there reviewing a manga that was written by Takaki Suyoshi, all the way back in 2016 until 2018. It is a Shonen Jump Plus series that, surprisingly, there's a whole history behind what was going on with it. There's only five volumes, and the series is well, they're not making any more of the series. It is a Shuisha Viz Media publication and it is an action drama supernatural series known as Black Torch. Now, let me get the whole background around the series itself. Now, as I said, there's only five volumes and there's only 19 chapters. The reason why there's only 19 chapters is that this series was cancelled. The sale was so terrible they stopped releasing physical... Taco Bonds it only released it digitally and it still failed so unfortunately the series is not gonna go anywhere and if you don't get really invested in it it's not really gonna go too much because it apparently that ends on a cliffhanger which is really bad and I'm I'm surprised because the first volume only has three chapters in it they're long chapters they're like double length chapters but still it was kind of weird But, what is Black Torch about? Black Torch is the story of Jiro Azuma, this kid who is the descendant of a ninja clan. His grandpa was a ninja master and has been training him to be a ninja his entire life. Sounds familiar. The other thing is that because of some weird quirk or some ability, he's able to talk to animals. And he's friends with most animals, Like, he first started talking to this dog that his parents own. The dog died. And he's been just nice to everybody. And he has friends of all types. He talks to birds. He talks to ravens. He makes, actually, deals. So, like, at points when something happens, the animals will help him out. Which is kind of cool. It's sometimes someone's going to come and attack him. And then suddenly a bunch of random animals, like birds, will fly at them and be a distraction. Which is a really good ability to have. it helps him do some of the ninja shenanigans that he does. Because he's able to do the whole body swap, and all those other little things here and there. But one day he's uh, doing his thing, and a bird tells him that there's a black cat that's been injured. He goes, finds the black cat that's been injured, takes it home, starts fixing it, and the cat starts talking like, oh, well, you know, this, this idiot, he helped me out, but it doesn't matter. And Jiro starts talking to the cat, and the cat's like, oh, he's, he's talking to me. That's funny. I guess he doesn't know. And he's like, I understand everything you're saying. Wait, what? You understand what I'm saying? I don't understand. Gets confused. Long story short, it turns out that the cat is not a cat. The cat is actually Rago, the Black Star of Doom, an all-powerful Mononoke who's super-powered and that apparently a bunch of other Mononoke want to kill. Why? Because, like in most folk stories, if you consume your enemy, your enemy's power will be yours. So they want to kill Ragyo, consume him, get his power. And Jiro, unfortunately, has saved someone who's everyone's trying to kill. And the cool thing is that the Mononoke in this series, they are human or animal form. They have different forms, so you can't really tell who's a Mononoke, who's not. But, there is uh, people who are hunting down the Mononoke. We don't know who at first, but we find out. A human-style Mononoke shows up, Goes to attack Rago, when Rago runs away, but Jiro shows up, fights him, and he gets immediately, like he's using all his techniques, doesn't matter, he gets killed immediately. This Mononoke ends up putting a huge basketball-sized hole in the middle of Jiro. He falls down, things are not looking good, but Rago, because this human helped him out, decides to, well help him out they end up merging Ragu bonds with him gives him power now he has this huge black circle in the middle of his chest and Jiro ends up beating the Mononoke and then he gets tranked turns out there is a secret organization known as the Bureau of Espionage that actually has a division, Division 2 that hunts Mononokes and because Jiro made a bond with a Mononoke they're going to kill him He meets this really angsty girl named Ichigo who's giving him shit, and the boss is this guy named Ryosuke. Long story short, shenanigans happen, Jiro escapes, he ends up going home, and his grandpa finds out that he's alive and that he's been bonded with a demon he's gonna kill him because I won't have my ninja teachings uh, being tainted by a demon and they end up having a really awesome fight. Because that's really cool. That's This really big fight where he says, if you survive, you can do what you want, but if you don't, you will die. And it's a really cool, awesome fight that this the, the the grandfather and the grandson have. It's a passing on the torch. We find out that, actually, Grandpa used to work for uh, the Bureau of Espionage. He didn't want his grandson to be involved, and now his grandson is involved. And when the first volume ends, pretty much, Jiro is now working for the... Uh, ...for Division 2 under a new group that just been started called Black Torch. And the girl who's giving him shit, who he ends up helping out... ...is going to become one of his partners. So, the art style is... The character design is really cool. And some of the action scenes are great. But there's no background to be talked of. The characters... ...really generic... I mean, the best character is the grandpa. The grandpa was awesome and well done. Um, There was a series we reviewed uh, in the hundreds called Animal Sense about a girl who had the ability to talk to animals and actually she would, like, ghost through animals, link eyes, and then she'd be able to control them. That was a more interesting power use of uh, animal speak than this one. This one's just, oh, I can speak to animals. It's like, okay, it seems kind of like a... Uh, the Book of uh, book of Friends, that uh, Natsumi's Book of Friends, where he's able to speak to Mononoke. I mean, this is a cool difference of talking about Mononoke, where instead of them just being, oh, this is like um, Mushishi, where it's a procedural series where there's different Mononoke every single turn, there seems to be an overarching plot, but it's really generic, and it's just, it really didn't grab me. I thought it would be really cool, really fun, and it didn't. Seeing Rago connect to Azuma was very similar to seeing uh, Ruka helping out Ichigo in Bleach. It seems like this cherry-picked different series and combined them to make this series that they thought would be really well done. And unfortunately, it's not. It's not well done. I'm surprised it's being released over here. I mean, the third volume of the series, is the first one I saw in the bookstore. And I've gotta say, that is a really dynamic cover. And I was really intrigued. And then I read the first volume, like, I don't want to read anymore. There's a couple of saving graces, but overall it's not really worth it. So with that, I'm gonna have to give this a Typical read material, a local collection facility, or psychiatric institute are second to lowest rating. It's meh. It's not even average. It's just kind of like, well, we kind of have an idea. We're going to see if this will work out. And knowing that the series got canceled, that kind of makes it not investable. I found out about that after I read it because after I read it, uh, first read, it, I was like, "This is not interesting." And then I found it got canceled, so I'm like, "Now I have no reason to be invested in this." But I don't know. They're supposedly is a fan base for this, so if you're a fan of this, let me know why you think this series is good. Actually, my random question of the day is going to be: Why do you think that Black Torch is a good series? Give me a reason. Or if you think it's a terrible series, do you think it's a good or a terrible series? Message me. Let me know what you think, because I don't understand. I just, I can't stand this. It's not garbage, but it's not good. It's not like I can hate on it. It's not like Fire Punch, where it made me mad. It just was like, it's forgettable. It's okay, but forgettable. I'm going to forget about this probably in a couple of days and the opening like the design work was very promising and at first like okay he's a ninja he can speak to animals this could be kind of cool and then just meh like if you want a good ninja series well one well there's a bunch of bunch of ninja series but one I can recommend off the top of my head besides Path the Assassin is Flame Areca. it's a shonen series that does something different with the character where he makes the Hokage have different abilities it's a really great series that's well done. This, meh, it just seems really th- generic. Anyway, <coughs> if you disagree with me, let me know, zansparker.com, and um, check out our other reviews, like, um, well, anything else. I mean, we have Gunhead from Us, which I, was, I love him. This one, not so much. But, anyway... Remember, you can check out our other episodes at www.sparker.com. Email me personally at sparker.com. Let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The the manga! Manga! <sighs> yes, friends, a wheel of manga, except no substitute. Sorry about that. Kind of having a little bit of breathing issues, so... Could do full Wheel of Manga today, but I'll get back to it soon. Anyway, so... Yes, friends, one thing only the wheel of manga, except a substitute. Now what is the wheel of manga? The wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with 10 slots on it. What I've done is I've assigned a manga to each of the ten slots. What we're gonna do is we're gonna spin the wheel of manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's connected to that number is the one we're gonna review in the next episode, episode three hundred and thirty-nine. And I never thought I'd get that far, but I'm happy we've got that far. So let's see what we're gonna review. Number five. Hmm. So, in the next episode, we're gonna reviewing a manga about two college roommates in America. So, we're going to be talking about Satoko and Nada, a series which is a little out of the box. But we'll find out more about that next episode. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Keep reading manga. Keep listening. Keep subscribing to this podcast. And uh, I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. See ya.